Welcome to Victorious Living. So when Satan comes to steal and kill and destroy, it's not God's fault if he does it. If he went to hell, if he went for me, if he died for me, if he, uh, when I was born again, if he came to live on the inside of me, I don't think he brought death with him. He defeated death. Now, everybody's going to die physically. You're going to die physically. We're talking about the life of God, the eternal life, the everlasting life that you're born of. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us putting Satan in his place. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, putting Satan in his place. Casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts. Your thoughts lead to imaginations, pictures. And Satan wants to build or, or cause a picture to form in your mind of what's going to happen to you. That's not good. And so he said, casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts. That's, uh, that's not in there, but that's how it happens. Imaginations produced by thoughts and every high thing or every exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought. Now, I know you've heard this from here. Those of you that come to church, you've heard this. But I, I ask this question. How many thoughts have you had this morning? Maybe, I don't know this, what I'm about to say. Maybe some of one wonder how long he's going to preach. That's a thought. Is he going to let me out of here in time to get to what, we, what we're going to get to today? I'm going to do my best. But sometimes my best is not the best. But, but he, he is ever alert or aware of what his, his, uh, what his, uh, what do you call it? What his agenda is it is to get, get you to steal, kill, and destroy. And like I said, he don't always, you know, bring the black clouds in, you know, the storm clouds. But he will do whatever he needs to do to set up a stronghold in your mind. Now I said, casting down imaginations produced by thoughts. And every high, exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, here's where I was going with that. Now, now I've told you this story. Let me, I'm, I'm teaching uh, the cl a class at, uh, at, a, at a place. And so I asked that same question. How many of you, how many thoughts have you had? Just speaking to the class. How many thoughts have you had? 
And I'm right here like this right here. I'm leaning over on, on the seat like this. And this young man's sitting right here where, like Brother Robert's sitting there. So I asked that question, how many thoughts have you had this morning? And the, the young man looked puzzled. <laughs> and he said, one. Now this is 11 o'clock in the morning. I said, well, young man, I had a thousand this morning from the bed to the bathroom. <laughs> so we're ever, ever having thoughts. Amen. You come to church, you got some thoughts. Amen. What you like, mm -hmm. what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And now don't y'all run out, the door's locked. <laughs> but we have thoughts. You've had thoughts. We all have thoughts. You don't have a mind if you don't have a thought. And so these thoughts come, these thoughts go. These thoughts come, these thoughts go, you know. And so you're, you're sitting there thinking, maybe, I don't know what you're thinking, obviously, but you may be thinking, now what are we gonna have for lunch? What do I need to pick up before I get to the house? You got all kind of thoughts running through your mind through your head. Amen. You think maybe it's going to be raining when we get out? You know what? I, I left my umbrella in my car. You're thinking. Anybody else thinking this morning? What are you thinking? And now you, you're like that young man. And so that young man looked so puzzled today. Uh, that day, that's been so long ago. One thought. No, you got, you've had more than one thought. Uh, you had a thought when you stood up before your mirror this morning. <laughs> you had a thought. That's why you stood up in front of the mirror and started... What are you doing? You're thinking about how your face looks. And you can cover it up with makeup. But somewhere, <laughs> that makeup's going to wear off. And we're going to see your bare face. And so these are thoughts. The Bible, it's interesting how, how many times the Bible deals with thoughts. Casting down imaginations, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And look what he tells us to do. He gives us an assignment. What is this assignment that he gives us? What is this, what, what is this assignment? And what? Bring into captivity the captivity of the word of God that should be in our hearts and in our mind. And bring in, and doing what, John? And bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of God's word or to the obedience of God. So we play a part in this with, with, with God. It's not just God. 
It's not just God, but we play a part. God has given us an assignment. How many of you ever had an assignment when you was going to school? How many of you failed to do your assignment before you got back to school? And I hear a mumble roaming through the crowd. And you didn't do your assignment. Now, I'm just, you don't have to hold up your hand. But I have been caught there a number of times in school. And I did not do my assignment. So I dreaded going to school. So I thought, well, I'm going to sit in the back of the room. And the teacher's not going to notice me. And lo and behold, lo and behold, guess what? I happened to be the first one she called on. And so the question that she had asked, I did not know, but it wasn't her fault. It's not God's fault. It wasn't my teacher's fault. All of that was my fault. So when Satan comes to steal and kill and destroy, it's not God's fault if he does it. (laughs) Well, now, don't you think God sends stuff on us? No, I don't. If he went to hell, if he went for me, if he died for me, if he, uh, when I was born again, if he came to live on the inside of me, I don't think he brought death with him. He defeated death. Amen. Now, everybody's going to die physically. That's right. I mean, if you live long enough, you're going to die physically. We're talking about the life of God, the eternal life, the everlasting life that you're born of. Amen. And so we see then that we have an assignment. Thank you for your amen. And this assignment is done more than just on a Sunday morning. You know, he comes, I mean, the assignment must be carried on more than just on a Sunday morning. I need to do it on a Monday morning. Do you ever get up on a Monday morning? You just kind of had this old feeling, I want to go to work. Anybody ever had that feeling? I just don't want to go to work today. Did you ever let it come out of your mouth? I just don't feel like going to work today. You're playing right into his hands. And I know sometimes we get up on a Monday morning, physically we don't feel. But this thing goes beyond how I feel. It goes into the real world into that spirit realm of where Satan is trying to kill me, rob me, steal, take me out of the way, take me out of the picture. That's what that's about. But what do you do when you get up on a a Monday morning and you don't want to go to work? What do you do? Now, I'm not, don't, don't repeat me. What do you do? What do you do? Now, you can't answer that for somebody across the church. You have to answer that for yourself. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, I wish I could lay back down. But now you got to know something. Somebody's working against you. 
you got you got you know you have that thought I'd like to lay back down well have you ever woke up on a Sunday morning like that huh yeah you, you know you you heard that little story about the about the wife kept punching her husband you better get up you better get up we got to go to church well he went back to sleep and she punched again and said hey we better get up we got to go to church so the third time that she did that he asked her well why do we have to go to church and she said because you're the pastor So I know how that feels. I know how that feels. But the weapons, and folks, let me, let me probably not tell you anything you don't know, but we'll rehearse it. Listen, we got about this much time. And if we ever, ever, ever paid attention to God and to his word and to how we need to comply with and come into agreement with his word. It's this day and hour. It's this time in which we live. Amen. Can you agree with that today? So casting down imaginations and re replacing it with thinking our thoughts of the word of God. And so what do we do? We load our gun. Everybody say, my gun is loaded. The tree it's our hope that today's message, Putting Satan in His Place, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 22. Today's special offer number is 22. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.